Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. August 22nd, the One Scene Unity comp drops, featuring new tracks from Shackled, Mourning, Despise, Out for Justice, MH Chaos, Age of Apocalypse, Simulacra, Sheer Force, Hangman, Youth Collapse, Choice to Make, Last Straw, and Seed of Pain. Make sure to head over to the From Within Records Big Cartel, pick up a CD, go to Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, stream that shit. It's going to be awesome. On today's episode, we're back on Long Island. I love this place. I am a huge fan of Paint of Truth. I had a lot of people hit me up asking if I would try to contact some of the members and try to get them on the podcast. I was more than willing, so I reached out to Michael. He sings for Paint of Truth. And Chris Reaney, he plays drums for Paint of Truth. He's been on the podcast before. I reached out to them. They're both down to come on the podcast. It was super awesome to hear about how Pain of Truth came together, how the record all came together, how they tracked down everybody to do guest vocals. It was a pretty wild podcast. It was fun talking to Michael and Chris about Pain of Truth. In the middle of the episode, we got some special guests. If you're a fan of Rule Them All, Victory Garden, King Nine Backtrack, just make sure to stick around and see how wild this episode gets. But it was really fun. Shout out to Michael and Chris. I was really happy that they're down to do the podcast with me. So strap in. This is a wild one. It was fun. But please, without further ado, welcome Michael and Chris to the show. the podcast chris and michael what's up man how are you what's up man um, i'm doing good it's uh thursday i think and yeah it's actually really hot today it's like one of the more like warm days i think it's like the mid, it's like mid 90s right now damn is it humid where you are well i'm sorry is it humid where you are no no we, we don't really get too much humidity out here in orange county that oh, we're actually pretty spoiled throughout the year when it comes to the weather so it's just like you know, during like, you know, August, September, it gets like kind of warm for a little bit, but then like seriously, like the majority of the year, it's like really nice. Nice. Yeah. It's humid as shit over here, dude. It's like, it's been like fucking soup weather for like the past like two weeks straight. Soupy, soupy. That's terrible. That, that reminds me of the time when I went to uh, Florida in, in the middle of August and I regretted it forever. Yeah. Florida's the worst, dude. Yeah. So you guys put out a, a record. You guys played in a band called uh, Pain of Truth, which is uh, pretty awesome. I I got hit up by a bunch of people asking if I would have anybody from the band on. And I was just like, I was like, I would love to. Like, I, I think they're super sick. So I you know reached out to you, Chris, to see what we could work out. And this is how we ended up here today. So I, if you guys could just break down how Pain of Truth uh, came together, because obviously both of you guys play in a bunch of other bands. So I was just curious how Pain of Truth came together. Yeah, I mean, uh, my name's Michael, and uh, I just I'm in Hangman too, and um, pretty much what happened was I just I had some songs, you know, a couple songs for that, had some parts for that, and uh, was also playing in another band, like just a side project with one of my friends. He was actually in jail, and he was about to get out in a couple months, 
And so the plan was for me and Chris to meet up and like write a few songs, record them. And then when my boy got out, we were going to, you know, send it to him so he could listen to it, learn all the songs and we could play a show like really quick after he got out just to like, give him something to look forward to. So that was the original plan. But uh, my boy who was, who was away actually like found a job quicker than he expected. And like, you know, he just started like, you know, just getting back into real life. So it wasn't, you know, the first thing on the table he was trying to do. So, right. and also me and Chris met up and like wrote, <laughs> we wrote the first three songs in probably like 20 minutes to a half hour. Like I had the, yeah. like, you know, the tests, uh, which is like the first song and the second song, mm-hmm. uh, like the title track, Pain of Truth, had those fully like planned out pretty much. Oh no! Uh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. You guys are breaking up. So people like rough tracks and like people were at my house and shit. So we yeah. really it wasn't like a COVID project. It turned into that because yeah. when we started doing all the vocals and shit, like that's why we were able to have all the guest vocals because we just we knew we had time we weren't really in a rush and yeah, like nobody was busy with anything yeah so. so um but yeah we wrote the tracks we met up wrote them and i remember just being like yo honestly like this shit is actually pretty cool like we weren't expecting it to like be as tight as it was um so i think when we listened back uh, i think when i listened to it at my house alone i just started like hearing vocal patterns in my head and shit i play guitar and hangman um and sometimes, I mean, Dan, the vocals, Hangman's dope. He has his own fucking style. I think it's dope. But, you know, like when I write guitar parts, sometimes it just naturally comes out like in my head, like I'm like picturing, you know, vocal patterns and shit. So I told Chris, I was like, yo, honestly, I kind of want to sing over this and just get some people to just, you know, play the instrumentals over it and, and see what happens. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much yeah. how it went down. We So we had, we had three. So yeah, Michael had, an, had like pretty much full ideas for, what was it? The test and the title. And yeah, the, and yeah. The, the, the intro, the, the intro, and the first two tracks on there, nice. I had like pretty laid out in my head. You definitely brought. Well, we started the intro from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we. That was just a riff. Like I was tuned and I started fucking around. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and then we also did um, two choices was from scratch too. We, yeah, we well, that was that just on the spot. That was that was right. a, like two choices. It was super drum driven. Like that yeah. song, super drum driven. Like Chris really laid all the like didn't record it, but it just showed me what he wanted and I kind of was just following it along and maybe in like three or like two or three tries we kind of like had like what we wanted down for that track yeah we just kind of just blazed through writing that one yeah and it's yeah. like one of the cool in my opinion one of the coolest yeah I, and that wasn't record. like that I like that I like all the tracks but uh a lot of people were saying like oh two choices two choices right which was just funny to me because I mean that's what happens though some of the best I mean even like like you know some of the best songs are, are written like that they just kind of pop out and it's it's right. funny when people are like oh you know it's the best track you're like damn I wasn't expecting yeah we tried the least hard on that one yeah so. and then the last track is like Ridge from Life's Question it's our boy and he did, he was doing all the artwork for it um so I was going back and forth with him and I sent he was like yo let me hear like the rough track so I could get a vibe and like see like you know if I could try to match up you know the what would you call it like the, the look of the artwork whatever right get it like catch the feeling well you, you probably sent him his tracks too right? i said yeah, we, yeah we had already had stuff recorded when like we were already well into recording by the time i think we had all the instrumentals done for everything and the artwork had already been done yeah, like yeah. when we first started jamming yeah so he just sent the stuff to ridge and ridge was like kind of trying to 
mirror the sound, I guess, as best as possible. But he, he kind of delivered his own spin. Yeah. And it song. wasn't like a plan. Like that wasn't, I don't think, I mean, I, I threw it out there. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if Rich could play. I mean, he's always busy and shit doing a lot. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I just know that he sent the last track, the L-I-N-Y-H-C song. He sent that track to me when I was about to go to sleep. And I remember I just put my headphones in and listened to it quick. And like the opening of the song, he was like, oh, is it cool? Is it cool? I was like, dude, this is the fucking hardest shit that I've heard in a minute, dude. What the yeah, fuck? Like, that song's awesome. And uh, I was like, dude, this has to be on it. But I, I, I couldn't do it unless you're in the, in, the, in the band. He was like, nah, dude, I'm down. Like, you know, I don't really know what our full intentions were at the time, but I, we've already gotten off some offers to go go over um, over to Europe and just like, you know, just come over by you. And uh, yeah, I don't know if like everyone in the band is gonna be able to do that. I know I'm pretty sure Curse is down. Yeah, be down to do like some yeah. shit at a stage and tour. Um, I'm not sure. Like, yeah. So we all got to meet up, dude. We've never practiced. We've never had a, had a practice all together. So <laughs> yeah. we we all got to talk and really plan, start to plan when everything you know mm. gets normal. But that's yeah. how it came together. It was very nonchalant, very casual. Yeah. So it was cool to see the response that it got. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty awesome because uh, to hear I, that it came together so chill, but just like the response, it just kind of definitely exploded. Obviously, getting a lot of support. Uh, I, I feel like uh, the guest vocals brought a lot of light to the band, and then yeah. just getting support mm -hmm. from uh, Days, which, which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. I kind of was uh, curious about the the list of guest vocals. How did you guys decide on uh, who to approach? To, to it is come the on same the thing. It's it all just, Michael. Yeah. I mean, no, it's just the same thing. Like. Uh, is your mic on? Wait. Yeah. Can I hear you? Can you hear yeah, me? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, no, that was just another idea. Like I had, um, I'm trying to think of the first one we did was, uh, on, um, I think Char two, well, yeah, two so choices, two choices right? our boy, Charlie from forced out, um, was just like, he, he lives mad close to me. So we were like doing a session. We were record we were doing vocals with Michael and, uh, I forget. I guess we told him we, we had been recording it and then like we we're in a group chat. So I told him like Charlie that we were there and then I guess he hit up Michael, whatever. Charlie just ended up there and yeah. like just ended up doing the guest part on that song. So that was the first. And then yeah. I think the first track, like the first track uh, that uh, Seely from King Nine sings oh, yeah, on, right. that track was like originally uh, was supposed to be Jay from Mind Force was going to do that part. And me and him were like going back and forth, back and forth. And he was like, oh, yo, like he was he was setting like recording shit up for Alfred Justice. And uh, yeah, he was definitely. like, oh, no, I got it. I got it. Like, I'm going to do it. And then all his shit like fell apart. So I know when they tracked him for all that shit, uh, he had to go somewhere else. But so I was trying to get him to on it. I wanted him on it pretty bad. Um, but he was like, yo, I could like. I could just yell into my MacBook and I'll send over the recording. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, like, no. <laughs> as much as I want to say yes, because it would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, I got it. I can't. Like, it, it was already. It was the last song to that we were getting the vocals done with and everything. I was like, dude, it's it sounds so sick already. I can't. I, yeah, at I that can't point, it at that point, it had yeah. already been coming out so good. I was like, let's let's. Yeah, I, I agreed. I was like, let's just do something else. Yeah, we we had to. And so. by that point. It was every every song had guest vocals on it. So Charlie. Oh, did that two, was the last one. Yeah, Charlie had two choices, and then for "Pain of Truth," like the song "Pain of Truth," um, I had recorded and like a lot of it was in like improv, like it was ideas I had, and like I said, like you're slow with your hands, and like I was listening back on it, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like that's like a Billy Club line, like slow with your hands is like a Billy Club thing, and uh, 
those dudes are relevant. They're like around. They listen. Like we hang out, we fucking chill, smoke, all that shit. So like they'll listen to it. And I didn't want him to listen to it and be like, oh, like what the fuck? I don't. Maybe he, he wouldn't even think twice about it. I don't fucking know. Cool, he honest. probably would have probably been like, oh, that's sick. But yeah. so I texted him. And I sent him the track, and he was like, oh, dude, that's sick. I was like, yo, you hear it though? He's like, yeah, I heard it. And I was like. What do you think? Is it is it whack that I said that? And he's like, yo, just let me do it. And I was like, yo, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was the end goal. I was going to ask you to do it anyway. And he was like, ah, yeah. Same thing with him because of COVID. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to, I could pull it up on my phone. It's mad funny. But he just sent me a bunch. He was like, oh, I'll just, I'll like voice record it or whatever. So he sent me like 20 voice recordings of him just saying, nothing stronger. Yeah. Like yeah. yelling into his phone. It sounded like shit. And I was like, dude. We got to meet up and just, he was like, dude, honestly, I'm, I'm bored as fuck. Like, I'll just come, I'll come out to Long Island. So he drove yeah. all the way out and it's like, <laughs> he drove all the way out, did that shit. So that was two songs down. We had Charlie on two choices at that point, had him on Painted Truth. Then we only had two tracks left. So the gimmick had to just be alive. And I was like, yo, yeah. might as well just get every song or else it's going to be weird. The two middle songs are going to have fucking guest roles. But I was like, how did you, how, how did, yeah, how did uh, Tyler and Dom get involved? Yeah, that I was like, that. I don't know. I mean, Ridge's song came into the picture later too. So right. I think like I was, I don't know. I'm not good at like screaming like that. Like I can't really yeah. scream, scream. Like maybe if I really fucking practiced for a while or some shit. Yeah, I said, yeah, did, did some, did some uh, breathing techniques, something like that. <laughs> but no, I just like, when I listened to that intro, I just pictured like yelling and I just couldn't get Tyler's, uh, Tyler's like screaming out of my head. And, uh, Dom's just fucking badass and his vocals are badass. So I and I know they're boys. Like I know Tyler and him are boys and they live close to each other. So I was like, I just thought it'd be a fucking stupid idea to just have both of them on there. It yeah. ended up sick. I it mean, was per, it was. Like, I remember when, per, perfect idea. Yeah, yeah. It came out so good. Yeah, the beginning so, of that song was fucking crazy. Yeah, and then Celia, I've known Celia. He's like one of the first dudes I met or like was introduced to when I when I went to a show. Uh, my brother's been friends with him for years and shit. So. It was cool to just uh, have him on. It was almost like a full circle type of thing. I used to jump up on – he did a, a part for Backtrack on, like, Pause Progress or some shit, and he used to, like, pick me up on stage, throw me up there, and he'd fucking – And you were, like, what, 14? Yeah, I was, like, pretty young. So it was, like, full – we were talking about that in the studio, too, when we came. He's like, yeah, it's fucking sick. Like, sounds like a real deal band. Like, I'm, I'm psyched to be doing this like, with you guys. It's cool. Yeah, so, cool. yeah so. everybody except Tyler and Dom – actually came to my studio like martin came down from the bronx to do the, to do the vocals yeah. dan came out from you know out west on long island to like to do that and came and hung out and also josh from nice questions on the last oh, one too which right. was just like he was like partying like the night before and we were meeting up with martin from billy club to go do it the next yeah. day that yeah. saturday so he was just with me and he's gonna be pissed, but he was like, "Please, I really want to be on the track. I, I love these songs. I really want." <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, just just fucking do this. So just fit him yeah, in." Yeah, you did so. a couple lines. That was sick. Yeah. That so was that was a fun day. Yeah. Overall, that's how it happened. Again, it was like all pretty casual, like kind of song by song. Uh, more and more people started to get involved, and I I just thought it was cool to just have as many people as like involved in it. As I could, I just thought that was like a, a cool, cool idea. It was, a you know? it was a blast making that whole record. Yeah, and it gave us something to do during all that shit. It made me yeah. like sights, you know, just to like. Li I sat there and fucking listened to those tracks, like the rough tracks, 
yeah. for a, a while, like yeah, just chilling. Like, I didn't have any, yeah, like I didn't have anything to do. That was also the only thing I was that I had, I had going on at the studio. Yeah, which for, was good too. It was all, like the stars aligned for that shit. Like, yeah, it was perfect time. Um, because nobody was practicing around that time. That yep. was like peak COVID. So like, my, none of my other bands were practicing. Everybody was like, everybody had their own situations going on. They couldn't meet up, and obviously there's no shows going on. And, I had already done like a couple of stupid little quarantine projects. So this was like the only thing straight up, the only thing we had going on in the studio. And it was like, it was mad fun to me. Yeah. It was great. Whose idea was it for the Conor McGregor or Conor McGregor, excuse me, a uh, sound clip. Uh, it was, I think it was just me. I don't know. I, yeah. He sent me a bunch of clips. I think we just, yeah, I don't know. I, I fucking don't know how I feel about that one. It's, it's really funny. I, I love it. It's, but I don't, I don't want it to come off wrong. Like, it was just fucking. He said, "I'm the king of fucking New York." Like, it's yeah, fucking hilarious. That like, line is awesome. It really was like I didn't really put too much thought into it. I heard it, mm-hmm. like watching like a fucking UFC compilation or some shit. Just people getting their asses beat, mm-hmm. and it was like in the background or something. Him saying that, and I just I remember watching like the press conference where like he actually said that, but it like kind of like I don't know clicked because in the beginning of that that song I'm just like, "Yo, represent LIYC, motherfucker." Yeah, exactly. So I was no, like, perfect "Yeah." So it was like. Both of us. I sent him a bunch of sound clips. Like I don't know how to do all that shit. So he's a fucking god with all that. So I just sent him a bunch of sound clips and kind of just went through them. So I was like, that was like both of us. A lot of that shit was just both of us putting it together. The whole thing, like instrumentally too, is just me and Michael. Yeah. And and then Ridge did the last song, but right. L I is is Ridge is is Ridge's track. Ridge tracked everything and sent it to me, and then I tracked drums. Yes. I, I retract the drums over it. He had like programmed drums, so I, I retract everything. But everything else on that is him. So yeah, it was fun to really piece it together. We really like pieced it together. It yeah. was cool. It was cool to me. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty interesting with the whole timing of the pandemic that this thing just kind of like aligned with like your guys' schedule perfectly and everybody else who had the free time to come down to the studio and this whole thing just to kind of come together like organically and it kind of just yeah. like grow to be the thing that you guys didn't even think it would be i i think it's really like, really cool yeah. to see which is pretty fucking funny too yeah it was cool it was like the response like yeah, that's said, how it started was just like we were just like we started jamming like i said february late february march and we were just like he just had some ideas and like he said it was supposed to be like we were gonna do this and have it be like songs for that for like their other like band that they they do once in a while with his friend and uh and then yeah, it just like it took over, and uh, and we just like the songs became like I don't know, they just became is, they just yeah. became out, just became Hangman and Jab fucked. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, it's and that's like what it sounds like. It's, it's dope. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think it's pretty awesome that you you know, had that plan for your buddy who got locked up, and uh, you know had something kind of ready for him when he got yeah. out, just to kind of yeah, yeah. keep him positive. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, he was like he was, I grew up with him like right down the block from me, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known him for fucking forever. And if there's anyone that should be locked up, it definitely shouldn't be him. Yeah. So uh, shout yeah. out to David Andywar. He's my fucking man. But yeah. uh, he's out now. He's doing fucking good. So he's he's fucking, he's doing good. But yeah, no, it was a sick plan. Like he was, always, I was always like sending him flyers and shit for shows. At first I didn't want to, but he was telling me, I was like, oh, I want to like you to see all the shows that are going down. I know like the last backtrack show was like a huge bummer. Cause he got out like a little bit after that. And like me and him grew up going to fucking backtrack shows and shit when we were young. So I know I don't even think I told him, uh, that backtrack was breaking up until like 
when he got out, we were like, oh, backtrack broke up, dude. He was like, fuck, dude, that sucks. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. want to tell him when he was in there. I just felt like, yeah. I don't know, maybe be, I don't know, maybe I'm a dick for that one. Nah. Maybe it would have been better if I was like, yo, it's the last fucking show. I don't know. But um, but yeah, he was he was super psyched. And then when honestly, he hit me up. He was like, dude, like I don't want to fuck around. Like you sent me the songs are dope. Like I'm gonna be up here. He I think he's up in uh, Massachusetts. So like he was like, I'm not gonna fucking hold. like he knows like we do this shit all the fucking time. So he was like, yeah, like just fuck the songs are dope. Like do do whatever you can right. with it. Like respect. Make it. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I respect can't to, all I can't wait to play shows. Oh, I know. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah it's just dope. It's, it's pretty interesting to think about like when shows will come back. Mm, obviously yeah, like I hate thinking about it. <laughs> yeah uh obviously th- there was a show in your guys's neck of the woods like not too long ago oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah we, mean, know, we know all about that one yeah no nah, like, i mean yo like uh those kids are fucking they're sick man i don't want to say honestly i don't want to say anything like here's the deal i know i know <laughs> a lot, i know a lot of the kids that go they're all young they're all like stoked to play there's a, there's like some other like older kids older kids that like play in like a joke band that I know that I'm, I played in a band with. So like, the, like NYC shootout was the band there. They all, all those guys play in, in Blame that God. fucking name, man. That's that such fucking, a funny name. That that, they're name. like a complete joke band. And like, and the whole, like, like shakers was trying to put on shows, um, for a while, like for like at least a month, they had been starting to hit up people to like start booking stuff. And, um, I think like, those were just the only kids who were willing to just say, fuck it. If we can, if there's some kind of loophole, like we're willing to do it. We just want to play. We want to gig. Like we don't care. We all have like shit that we want to just play live. doesn't matter. And I think there were, it was a 50 cap. Yeah. So there's literally only 50 people there. Yeah. Most of the people wore masks and they also had to like do the whole chili dog thing, which is basically like the loophole, <laughs> the loophole around that, because I know it's like a whole goofy headline with the, like a clickbait thing. And it's like the whole the whole purpose of that was like a loophole to be able to just get people in the door and not be it like basically make it not illegal. To well, have yeah. If the cops came and they were like, oh, like you have to be selling food, they'd be like, oh yeah, that yeah. kid over there already fucking ate a, che- a chili dog. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, they, they, <laughs> they literally only sold like a few too, which is yeah. So I mean, funny, like, but they had to yeah. do it. Like that's the. It's out there. I could totally see both sides of it. I think it's. I mean, I didn't go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't gonna go there. Same. Um. So, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's a fucking hard. It's hardcore kids. Like, if the thing I is, th- I think it's up to the person. Yo, if you want to fucking go, yeah, exactly. Then, then you're go. signing. You're signing up for that. A and B. The venues got to make money. There's venues all over the place that are closing, and they're they're like a bar venue, so like they have other events and shit too. But like they got it. Like they're in the hole. Like twenty grand after yeah. this year and it's like no joke so they gotta like make something and they probably even barely made any money off that night so it's like people were freaking out and trying to rat them out and shit and it's, it was just like such a yeah that's why stupid situation. i mean dude like i would go to the kids who had the show first before i went to the venue like i would i would go to them first because i mean we that the venue hit me up too earlier was like, hey, like, I just want you to know, like, we're open for booking, and I was like, yeah, respect, yeah, but right. I, I, I told her straight it. up, I was like, yeah, like, I think it's a good idea. So I mean, I don't know, it's a weird, it's a weird gray area. Everyone yeah, is. is in the same fucking boat right now. No one knows what the fuck this shit is, and like, you know, mm-hmm. no one knows how to fucking how to handle it all. But right. at the same time, like I said, I think it's pretty hard that those kids just did that shit. I think it's fucking stupid. They 
took a bunch of videos and put it on YouTube and then yeah, that's inevitable. Well, yeah, it is, but you could also I don't know. You could that's just be inevitable. like, like, I don't know. I think the end end of the day they shouldn't have had the fucking show. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just too much. Like they were trying to. They weren't at the time probably looking out for the venue. If we had a show there, personally, I would have made sure all the money went to the venue and made it that the focus of it. I think they were just itching to play a show, which, I mean, me and Chris are itching to play a show. It doesn't mean we're going to go fucking book a, a paint a true show, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people. Um, I think above all, it's funny. Just, I think above all, it's funny because, like, none of those kids give a shit. They definitely don't give a fuck. And, it's, and, and they, they, put, they put at least some money in the, in the owner's pocket, which is kind of cool. And, like, I hope, like, she's got, she has a, uh, uh, GoFundMe open right now so they can like do something about their venue. Yeah, that's and, the, and again that's like, dude, Shakers like you know people joke around about it a lot and everything because it's a ridiculous spot. But yeah. I always say this to everyone right. when they're like, oh, I don't want to play Shakers again. Out, it's like, yo, if we were on tour, man, and we pulled up to to a Shakers that like the same setup and the vibe and everything, yeah. dude, we'd be it'd so be, fucking psyched. People great, like yeah. you know you you start taking shit for granted sometimes, and it's like, you know you only have so many places. It's like Long Island and New York city, like used to be packed with spots that you could have like, you know, mm -hmm. shows like that, just, you know, like smaller shows, but there's, it's really just AMH and shakers at this point. There's, I couldn't even think of another place. I mean, there's a VFW hall that they're supposed to do it, but I, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Yeah. Um, Dude, there so, used to be so many, there used to be like at least three VFWs all yeah, yeah. like going at once all the time. Yeah. There was a, there was always AMH. There Definitely. was, there was always shakers. And then there was like, I don't know, there was a couple of other spots too. It was like, there was, there were so many spots and now it's down to those two. And now that place is like really in jeopardy. So it's like, I don't know. I, I respect the owner for for taking the taking the leap and trying to do it. Yeah. And save the venue. They also followed all the precautions. They all wore. Yeah. The, everyone was wearing masks for the like. There were like uh, maybe a handful of kids. There were like two or three kids that weren't wearing masks. And See, then, like they should just beat those kids' asses. And <laughs> them out. That's the new. That's the new rule. You gotta have a fucking mask on. But I don't know. It's a, it's a weird fucking thing. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't. We weren't there, so I think that says everything that you need to know. When it comes, like the sum up is like we were, I knew about it very well that that was going to go down. Yeah. I didn't know any of the fucking bands on it, <laughs> but well, I knew that no, it was like, it was all new bands, bands and shit. You yeah, know, I knew new. people that were there. Like yeah. I, I wanted to go. I did. I wanted to fucking go, but I was like, I know a few people who drove by just to like, <laughs> just to see like, and it was, they were very, dude, there was like people there. It was like, I didn't think anyone was going to go, but there, there was at least 50 people there. So yeah, for sure. There were. What are you going to do? Yeah. That's wild. That's I, and driving by just to check it out. I, I think that's pretty hilarious. Uh, but, but you know, yeah. it, I, I do feel like it, it's, a, it's like a really weird, tough situation. I saw, I don't remember who it was on Twitter, but somebody was like, uh, like basically saying if the lineup was correct, I bet like more people would have gone. Dude. And I mean, if yeah. fucking Madball and Crown of Thorns and fucking rule them all were playing at shakers, yeah. I'd be it been way worse. And yeah. also I could guarantee if they knew the repercussions of the filming going on, there'd be no cameras there. And, uh, yeah. we'd all have a show and go home and everyone would be safe and everything. That's what I hope at least. But yeah, mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of people talking shit about it. Um, 
And I mean, I feel like some of those people talking shit might just be a little jealous, maybe. That they just, there's, a you lot know. Of, there's a lot of everything. There's a lot <laughs> of everything. There. There's, yeah, there's a lot of everything. I mean, yeah. people are going to get mad at what I'm saying about it right now, probably. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? It's just what it is. Everyone's got different opinions. Like I said, we didn't fucking go because, I mean, yeah. that's I'm, it. Go if you want to go. Go if you want to go. go. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as like having like a backyard show. I mean, like, you know, like we were thinking, like, not paying truth, just in general, just talking about having backyard shows it's like i know plenty of people complaining about the shaker show that have been at parties and oh, yeah, been dude. out drinking and doing other shit. at the fucking beach doing the same thing at, you know like doing shit and it's like yo why is the show any like different? what's the di- if i have a party and fucking 40 people show up what's the difference if i set my guitar up and a fucking drum set and we play if people are climbing on top of each other moshing i mean maybe that's a little different it's obviously different. it's different but if everyone's just chilling, watching a fucking band, if like Koyo, Koyo, the band from Long Island that just came out, dude, they're fucking sick. Like, yeah. I mean, that being said, when Koyo has a normal show, I would love to fucking do a stage dive for him and fucking yeah, climb on some absolutely. heads. But at the same time, I would love to just see them play in my fucking backyard and sure, just sit sure. there and watch. And like, yeah. you know, but at the same time, if we did that, people would probably post videos and people would have a problem with it. Yeah, and, and that, that uh, was my argument though at first, like when when everyone started, like when like that whole uproar happened, like when those videos first came out, I was like, "Yo, what about all the other like bars and places that had been, yeah, go for it, um, that have been like packed out, like and because there have been a bunch, like for like a almost two months now, there's been bars open on Long Island, there's been places open, people packing it out, not really, not really." like abiding social distancing at all like not doing any of that shit and it's like that's fucking fine if you're fine with that like go do that if you want to go but you know that's that's just my stance you know i've been to the beach every day for like the past 20 days yeah and uh i mean it's that's all i gotta say it's i mean it's just thing. it's nothing's different at the beach and i'm not uh, dude i know fucking people that have, like i personally know a handful of people that have died from covid mm-hmm. so i'm not like making i'm not saying it's a fucking fake virus that's just that's yeah. ignorant but um at a certain point everyone's just gonna have to get out and uh live their lives because that shit's not gonna fucking go anywhere you know what i mean i'm not yeah. saying go out and fucking do whatever the fuck you want but i mean I'm but there's just, also there's also ways to be safe about it too though like you could you can go to the show and then go wear a mask everywhere else in public and you're not you know, I mean, if you're being safe and being clean, you're not going to transmit it to anybody else, even if you did catch it at the fucking show. So it's like, I don't know, man. It's a tough situation. Yeah, it is. There's so many great. We could areas. go on and on. We could. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I think back to the last, like, like, real show that happened out here, and people were aware of COVID. This was, like, right before the lockdown, like, was, like, you know, being, like, you know, in full effect. And people knew, like, all right, this, this show might be it for a while. And kids rolled out, and it was just like probably like one of the more like craziest shows th- that happened. And nobody wore masks, that? and uh, I was just like, okay. And this is like like the early stages of like this um, pandemic, so people knew about it. And uh, you know, fast forward to now, it's just like okay, like maybe they were just like a little more ignorant back then, and that's why they didn't take it as serious, and they were more willing to do something like that. But when was like, that in March? Yeah, it, it, it was in March. It, it was um uh. So Rotting Out was on tour with the Acacia Strain. That tour got canceled because of what was going on. And they played like a last show 
it was like the it was at this place in LA. I forget what it's called. I I, I don't even remember the name. It's like it's upstairs venue. It's like a punk venue. But yeah, uh, there's like pictures and stuff. But it's just like yeah, it's crazy to think about that. You know, people are freaking out over the Shakers show. But it's like when I think back to that show that happened in March, it's pretty wild. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I saw the Ghetto Kids like maybe. I don't, I don't know the fucking date, but it was a fucking thing. There was only like 50 people there as opposed to like usually if you saw the get up kids around here, it would be like more than fucking 50 people. It was <laughs> yeah. a very personal show. And yeah. that was like even crazy. I remember like that night, I think like maybe my parents or something were like, oh, like I don't even know if you should be going. Yeah. And like I really wasn't that edgy. I didn't really understand it yet. So I was like, ah, I don't know like how to feel about that yet. Like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, I fucking went, but. I think uh, the last like hardcore show I went to on Long Island was fucking dope. I think it was Gorilla Biscuits oh, Indecision, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Mind Force shit that went down here, mm-hmm. and it was fucking awesome. So, but apparently not good enough to hold me over because I'm fucking <laughs> freaking out over here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's really strange times because nobody obviously like foresaw all this happening. Hardcore oh, kind of mean- just getting you know put on pause, no shows no like real shows and you know yeah so it's all these strange times we were just talking about it before before you called us too and it's like i don't think uh like a a reasonable like a real show like you said is gonna happen until like maybe april may you know like maybe it could be like late january february maybe depending on the way things go with like statistics and shit like that and whatever but like People are still probably not going to feel too comfortable. Like, there's still going to be a large, large sect of people who aren't going to feel comfortable coming to shows for, you know, it's probably till midway next year. So, yeah, yeah, who knows? And, and I, I definitely don't want to go to a show if like the band members on stage are wearing masks. That's, That's strange. What I'm- and like, how can the singer like perform? Uh, you know, and with with mask on or not handing out the mic, uh, that just seems so weird to me. Yeah, so I, think, uh, I was I was literally just gonna say the yeah. the handing out the mic thing is. Huge. It's, it's huge. huge. Yeah, that's that was like the whole reason like, I wow. wasn't I wasn't really willing to go to that show because I was like, it's gonna be weird. Everyone's gonna be wearing masks. The band's gonna wear masks. It's just gonna be this weird fucking thing, and I don't want to experience that. I would rather fucking stay home. Yeah. Like, yo. Unload your like load your car, drive around the block, load back into your house and practice if you really gotta play a show that bad. Like at this point. That was like my my thing, but I don't know, man. Well, all right. Well I guess we can kinda of switch gears. COVID. <laughs> Hopefully um we, we Well no, we it. knew it was gonna happen. Dude, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we knew, I mean we, we knew we were gonna talk we, about it. We talked about it when you when Jad did did the podcast with mm-hmm. you. Uh, I'm sure, like every episode you've done since then, has has covered that too. Oh, hundred percent. Sure I, I I talk about it all the time. Completely sick of it. I, I'm not sick of it, but it's just like you know, I don't want to break down the mood because I'm I'm just stoked to uh, be talking to you guys. Uh, you know, you brought up Koyo earlier. I actually had uh, uh, Joey on the podcast a couple of days ago. Nice. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, and then I, I you know. I, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but I, I'm on this like weird uh, string of uh, having people on from or bands that are tied to New York. So, uh, you know, just had on Joey having on you guys. And I like I'm pretty sure like everybody I talked to has worked with you, Chris. And it just was like blowing my mind at like how many awesome bands that you've like recorded at your your studio. Which is, oh, yeah. Which is super yeah. awesome because I, I think like the quality of stuff that you're putting out is, is super awesome. So I'm just like really stoked to you know be able to talk to you again 
Yeah, Thanks, man. Yeah, that's that's sick. I know, like, yeah, that that record came out better than expected because, like, they they came to me. So, so I'm sure he told you, Soul Provider and Koyo happened kind of at the same time. It's basically the same group of dudes. So they were like writing all those songs kind of at the same time. Everybody was kind of tossing ideas around, and we did all of the instrumentals and the vocals for Soul Provider all in December in, of 2019, and then. Uh, finished all the vocals for Koyo in like late January, February. Um, so all that stuff happened like really quickly. And we were like, I was like so stoked to be, to be recording that stuff, but I did, did not expect like Koyo, that Koyo record got so much traction and it also came out fucking awesome. And like, I was like confident that it would sound cool. But then like I finished up like the met, like they asked me to master it. Usually I'll send stuff out to, to get mastered, I, I usually go to Audio Siege, but because um, he's awesome. But um, yeah, I just like I said, fuck it. I, I mastered it because I didn't want to spend any more money, and I was like, dope, mastered it, and it came out. And then like the more I listened to it, the more I was like, yeah, we like we really like hit the nail on the head with that one. That one we knocked it out of the park. It's a sick record. So, and the Soul Provider one too. I actually listened to that one the other day, and that came out really good. I forgot how good that came out. Yeah. So well, those re- uh, releases are fucking really good. Koyo's really good. Very refreshing band. Yeah. Uh, to hear yeah. out of Long Island. We also just did. Uh, we we worked on. I don't know if you want me to talk about the Hangman song. What? Yeah. 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 The uh, the the comp that who's putting it together from uh, within. From within. Yeah. We just did a Hangman single over there too at the studio. Yeah. Um. So sick. So that's coming out soon on From Within. They're doing a, a whole comp. I'm sure people have been hearing about. Yeah, that coming out soon. So they're actually sponsoring this episode. Shout out Carter. Oh, oh fuck yeah, dude! Dope. Yeah, I, I actually. Uh, but before we got on, I, I saw the the artwork um, floating around uh, talking about the new Hangman single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, ah, it, it, it drops uh, uh, next weekend, the twenty second. Second, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, cool. that song's fucking awesome. It was really good to like get back in there with uh, Ron and. Um, just write like a fucking sick song, honestly. Right? Yeah, that was the first time you got. I remember Ron came. Ron came over to like a party that we were all chilling at, and uh, I hadn't seen him in weeks. And Michael and him hadn't jammed in what like a couple yeah, months in a at while. that point. In a while. Months. And um and Ron was just like, yeah, me and Michael just wrote this fucking crazy song. It just came together like mad fast, similar to what we were just talking about with one of our songs. And it's just funny, like. Especially when you're out of it and you're not doing it for a little while and then you come back to it and you just got like a fresh perspective and fresh ideas and shit. Yeah, and just for like, sure. Just so much cool shit comes out of that. Yeah, it was also like the first time we recorded with Chris too, which was fucking right. awesome. I had been trying for years. Which too. like, he's, I mean, working with like, uh, I mean, Greg Thomas from fucking Silver Bullets. He's a fucking man. He's so Greg. like, that's what we recorded. Like Hangman's Evile Decree with. Mm-hmm. Um and one by one. Mm-hmm. So he's the fucking man. And like, we definitely have a really good, solid relationship with him. Yeah, he's got a And the only re- like, I mean, we know Chris is fucking so solid. Obviously, he's done so much shit now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also just at home, you know, it's like representing Long Island, like all the way around. Right. And we were like, yeah, like, let's just do it. So, you know, it's just one song. Like, we can get in there, and, you know, knock it see out. See how it sounds. And I mean, I'll. I speak for everyone. We're definitely gonna fucking record whatever we do next, like a whatever it may be, full length, whatever. 
uh, with Chris for sure. You know, and no, yeah, no disrespect to Silver Bullet, but yeah, he's great. Um, man. He's done a lot of great work. Chris, uh, just like I said, it's Long Island, and it's just cool to like keep everything at home. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Like if the option, like if the options there, he was recording back in the day. We weren't as close. So like I didn't know. You know, he. I'm sure you're so busy. You weren't as focused on it as now, right? What? Having the spot and everything. Oh you know? well, yeah. I mean, I was telling you when Jed did the podcast. I was saying like we had a. I was doing recordings out of just like a shitty little practice space and like wearing headphones and I didn't have like a proper like monitoring situation or like anything. And then like a couple of years ago, started Shell Shock with Evan Perino. Um, and we, you know, we built a wall in there. We built a whole room yeah, it's for sick, like a man. whole control room. There's a live room. Like we got a legit studio set up now. And since then I've done so many cool records. We did, we did the sanction record there. Um, I mean, so many records. Yeah. So like, we, I, all, like man. now that yeah, rule them all two rule them all records, actually the first rule them all EP we did in their like little practice room. It's like all tile. And it was like really not good like acoustics did Danny well, actually that with you? ironically great did, acoustics did no, Danny, no, he wasn't in the band at that time. but um but then the second record the most recent rule them all uh ep we did at the new studio he did that though and what well, did danny record that uh yeah he was on the, yeah yeah so and yeah so much shit man it's been it's been great at that place Danny's and, my brother i'm gonna go get him hold on <laughs> yeah and okay and, uh, and hangman practices at my studio too they rehearse there so it was like it couldn't have been easier to put that together. They were just like, yo, we got this new song. We want to do it quick. And we just knocked it out. We, it was like two two weeks after Michael asked me, we just like knocked it out in a weekend. and did all the vocals and shit. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Funny. Hey, That's buddy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my brother. He plays in the room all. And he was in Backtrack, too. He's a fucking man. That's <laughs> yeah. it, man. What up? Yo, what's up? I, I remember seeing you in San Diego on that last backtrack tour but you cool. probably don't remember yeah, me i do kind of look a little familiar yeah i i think i just yelled rule them all at you and i don't think you said anything because you probably thought i was a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's all good or something, man. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> that's cool though yeah but dude this, this is this is awesome this is a uh, unexpected but dude rule them all so I, sick the other one too he's upstairs uh, <laughs> we all we all just moved into yeah, a house we just together. moved into an apartment uh, me and my little brother live on the first floor him and then christopher lives upstairs with uh tone who also plays in hangman dude so it's should, should it's i go cool get all of them uh well um if, if they're not busy you know what's funny um i can i kind of uh, uh get a little personal here um hopefully you guys aren't too upset uh I, i'm a huge fan of hangman uh saw you guys um you guys played orange county you guys played this place called the the locker room with backtrack this was years ago yeah, yeah, that um, show was so. Yeah, that show sticks out. That show was so sick. Yeah, and I, I've been trying to get a hold of uh, somebody from Hangman to come on the podcast. I emailed the band, uh, <laughs> <laughs> never got a response. Suck, suck, um, suck like that. Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, if, it's, it's totally no, awesome because Chris asked me to do a podcast for uh -huh. Pain and Truth. I was just like, "Fuck yeah, man!" Because I've never, I don't think I've ever done one. I think I did yeah. one. Um, <laughs> with this kid on Long Island and I farted into the microphone and it was like a school, it was like a school, it was a school podcast what? and they fucking, yo, they took his whole channel off the air cause of it. Wow. And then like, I just, you know, it would be like if me and you were talking right now and I took them, I was like, Oh wait, hold on. And I farted <laughs> Fart on and just destroyed it. And then like literally like his boss came in right after the, the uh, the interview ended. That's and so funny. 
he, he was like, yo, that's it. And like freaked out. I was like, yo, you guys are done. S- like, same thing happened to Jab too. That <laughs> Jab did the pod that did that podcast before Hangman did. And Ron is also in Jab. So mm-hmm. like we were just like he experienced that twice. Yeah. <laughs> so the second time was more of a prank, I think, in, for Ron. Because okay. he already knew what was about to go down. So that was a disaster. Yeah, he, he – yeah. That's why. Really but funny. um, yeah. Sorry, we didn't get back to you, man. No, no. This we, is this is awesome. This is more than I could ask check. for. So shout out to you guys. If there's anyone else that uh, hasn't gotten any hangman replies on the on the email, um, I don't know who hit up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just hit one of us up on Instagram. Yeah. Just, well, okay. So I'm um, since I uh, you know your your brother's here. Is there any um, news with Rule Them All? Uh, yeah, we've just been writing a little bit, so we've just been sending some riffs back and forth. Um, we'll probably put something out. I mean, we were kind of slow, we kind of work at our own pace, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely put something new out. We always say we want to put out an LP, um, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that'll take a lot of time. So maybe we'll put out something smaller first. I don't really know, but we've just we've just recently started getting back to like jamming a little bit because of uh, you know COVID and everything. And a boss broke his arm too. And a, yeah, a boss broke his arm, right. so we recorded a Dag Nasty cover. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was really cool. Um, Did John play drums? Or? No, yeah, John played drums. Oh, okay. No, it's mad funny because a boss started skateboarding again, and I like seen it, and like I was like, "Yo, this is dope," and he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Yo, you're gonna fucking get hurt. Like you're old. You're older now, man." Yeah, like, but you had to speak it into existence, bro. No, it was still cool. He still, he was still there hanging yeah, out when we it, recorded it. it, and we all went in one by one, like you know, with masks and shit, because I was like, kind of like, pretty, pretty soon after the shit was really bad, so. Uh, but it was cool to to be able to do that, you know, and we raised some money for some some cool organizations and stuff. Do yeah. that. It was like a split flexi with uh, a fight, so that was cool. That was cool yeah. to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, we've kind of just been yeah. just right, just passing riffs back and forth, and probably start putting together some cool songs. Okay, hell yeah! Cause when the um, last record came out, Dreams About, I told John that I you know, think that you think uh, Rule Them All is special, and I, I told him that you guys, you know, whatever you guys are doing over there in the Rule Them All camp, just keep it going because everything you guys have put out, in my opinion, has been really awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah, they're fucking. Yeah, sick. I'm happy to be a part of that band. I joined. I joined right when uh, they had like demos for Dreams About. So I joined. Uh, there was only three songs, and then. The two we wrote kind of when I was when I was in there, and then uh, yeah, it's been cool ever since. You know, can it's we awesome. can we get a, a rule them all Koyo and Victory Garden tour? That would be yes. cool. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, that, that would be, be cool. awesome. Dude, I was gonna bring up Victory Garden before, but I didn't. I didn't want to like. I don't know. I just felt weird. Oh, dude, what? bring up whatever you I, want. It's not. He asked like what other bands. Oh, yeah. I just I was thinking about Victory Garden. I was like, damn. I want a fucking shout out to you. There you go. Yeah, that shit too. We have like a whole LP of songs, like me and uh, Christopher upstairs. Have. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chris has got to do that too. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. It's another one we need just, to just keep them busy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's wild. But it's yeah, that'd be sick. I'm stoked to be like busier now. I've been like busy working on some shit now since since things have been getting back together and people have been like together practicing and writing new shit and doing stuff so i the biz, the studio has been busy. Pick up even, me and yeah. me and evan have both been pretty fucking busy lately like the schedule's been full so it's been pretty cool yeah. feels good to be back back yeah. in the saddle yeah i, I saw um, you and uh, matt were doing a jab practice the other day was that yesterday well, yeah. it was last night yeah last night we uh we were working on 
just kind of knocking the cobweb, cobwebs off and just like because we don't know when we're playing that we're probably not playing for another six to eight months but we were like we haven't played in so long like practice since probably late february so we were like fuck it we got a new guitar player um shout out to tom he like he couldn't really he just couldn't do it anymore he just didn't want to so um so we got our boy mark uh to take up guitar so this was like our first like real rehearsal with him because he's been like working hard practicing all the songs so felt good to just meet up as a as a full full band again and uh and get back to that so even just even just to practice like like i said it's for nothing right? for nothing except to just like fucking knock the dust off so yeah it's cool. yeah for sure uh just curious about a uh, hangman you know it, it's been uh almost a year since you guys put out one by one yeah that's hilarious that you just said that too because me and tone just got coffee before and he was like no, you know, you know, it's already been out like almost a year. I was like, fuck, man, that's so crazy. It goes so quick. Like, you know, and then the time in between when you, after you release something to the next time you release something, it feels like it doesn't go, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't go that quick. Like, after you put something out, like, now I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it doesn't feel like it's been that, that fucking long. It's yeah. so fucking crazy. But, I know, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. But I feel like. Well, you guys put What's out. Um, you guys put out one by one uh, towards like the end of September. Uh, obviously, uh, that's like you know, towards the end of the year. Do you guys have any plans for or in twenty twenty before this whole thing kind of popped off? Uh, I mean, dude, we're putting this song out. Honestly, like Dan the singer is. Uh, he's been working at a hospital for like, super long, mm-hmm. and he's been trying to get into this program for like years. Uh, to become like, you know, like a heart surgeon, and he actually had got into this program. It's some, it's something crazy, like not like something to do with like surgery, like weird shit with with the heart specifically or something. Damn. And it's like he he's got to go to this class, and it's literally every day for a year. Um, so there's really not any like can't really get around that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Not to get a fill-in singer like. And, um, so we, we can't really tour, but he still has like weekends. It's like a job pretty much yeah. the hours like that he's in there. So like we could still play, so we're not, not going to play or anything, but, um, we can't like tour at all. So like, that's what it is. But in terms of like releasing anything, I mean, we have like, we have some, some tracks to write and everything. Um, but we have a couple um, especially from the last release that like we caught or whatever, um, that, that we could like go off of and everything, but we really got to like sit down and talk. Cause honestly, the last time we sat down and talked, it was, it was about, um, slowing down if anything. And that was before COVID mm-hmm. and it was almost like a, like, obviously like COVID's fucked up, but I'm just saying like the timing of it mm-hmm. for that particular situation, um, was like, Oh fuck, you know? He's starting, like, you know, he's in that class, and it's this. We were gonna not be doing anything right now, mm-hmm. um, anyway. So, right. but also, I mean, I knew I was gonna do Pain of Truth, and I'm, I was planning on being in a band right now, like playing this summer. You know, yeah, like right. I was expecting to like put that, like, like we started that way earlier. We could have put it out so much earlier. We sat on it for probably like a month or two. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were planning on putting that out before the summer, and then trying to do some shit so that even was like still, even still it's pretty crazy how quick they came together yeah 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 for sure but um 
Yeah. So, but for Hangman, yeah, I mean, like, we're not, we're definitely going to put something out. Not, I wouldn't, I would definitely not say before uh, the new year, but um, mm-hmm. probably like before the summer, hopefully, next you know, yeah. before next summer. All right. So, All right. yeah, man. But I think the new song that's on the comp is could could hold hold someone over for for a little bit if you mix it in with with the rest of our tracks that that you guys have already you know yeah it's sick it's a pretty it's pretty solid i i, I would look at it as like a step up for per, personally like and i usually wouldn't say that about something i wrote usually i have a lot to say about about a track but uh i don't really have a lot to say about it so it's just pretty solid yeah, I feel like people who are uh, going to tune into that comp, they're going to have to uh, appreciate that Hangman track a little more since uh, it's, it's going to be a bit till you, we get new music from you guys. Yeah, if yeah. you want, yo, if you want to hit me up after this, and I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. Normally, you know, I, I don't like to ask for stuff like that, but uh, no, yeah, no, it's fine. I think it's cool. All I right. think it's cool. So I'll, I'll send it over to you. Thank you. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, we we yeah. briefly uh, talked about uh, Victory Garden. Uh, you, know, you guys had that release back in uh, April of 2019. Is there? Yeah. You want to talk about things going on with that band? I mean, Victory Garden. I wish Danny didn't walk out here. Yet, so. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Victory Garden's like that's like my brother, my brother Danny, and my brother Chris. They've had songs for like years and years, like really, like I'm talking like 10 years. That's that like when I heard like you know like I recorded it with them and everything, but that like that's like their brain like that's like a separate you need you need a, a whole podcast for that because it's like they've had those songs for a very long time um yeah some so of those songs were yeah. like written like when i was in like my dorm room in college yeah like uh the first track uh madeline was uh written when i was in like my dorm room in college yeah. just like, like the riffs and just then, yeah just riffs that like i remember kinda, hearing them play yeah, like, me, me and my older brother christopher he plays guitar too so um we would just sit down and write all these songs that were like kind of like in the vein of like dag nasty or like descendants uh like poppy but not like overly you know like just kind of like a cool little melodic thing um and we just kind of kept all these songs like on the back burner for a long time and then just waited for things to come together and uh it's cool because i don't know if you know the band capital from long island uh, <coughs> but we were growing up what, like going to see this band capital play they would play like crime stereo and like the agent and stuff like that um so we grew up watching this band Capital play, and Joey from Capital played guitar, plays drums in Victory. Uh, and he helped, he would like help me and Christopher demo out these songs. Um, what's up? Oh, oh it's outside. So that was cool. Uh, and then we actually had a different singer before the EP came out. Uh, we had a different singer, um, Rich Rich Jacovina from Silent Majority's brother Mikey sang for the band. Uh, and it was cool. Like we didn't end up recording yet because he moved away. Like the whole their, that whole family moved away. So we ended up getting a new singer. Like we were just in search for a new singer for a little bit. And then it's you know um, Duncan from Capital wound up singing for us, which was really cool. Um, so that's that's what we got going on now. And it's it's like you know Duncan's the fucking man. Uh, and it was just like a kind of a blessing because it's just it all came together naturally. That whole band, you know. 
just everything came together pretty naturally. Yeah, it should. Uh, and then, yeah, and then Michael was like, yo, we need a bassist. And obviously it was like, yo, let's just get Michael because it'd be fucking sick. So, and the new stuff's really cool. Yeah. Also, fucking shout out to the LDB dudes, like the dudes who, that dude Tyler. Because um, he's, he like hit me up not even that long ago. And that's like a pretty old, like, release. Like, how long did that, like, how long ago did we put that out? uh what was that like april 2019 i think yeah so like it's been out for a minute and he hit me up maybe like a month or two ago and was like yo dude like i want to press it um on a record you know and uh i was like yo i mean we're about to probably put something out like kind of soon so if you want to just put that out and he's like nah dude i want to put that release out and you know whatever like i'll put the other one out too i don't give a fuck so we're like i just picked the colors like a few days ago so that shit's gonna be coming out on like a it's like a seven inch or a twelve inch. Um, pretty soon. Yeah, that'll be really so, cool. That'll be cool. Just to have like, like a physical. Yeah, to have it like a physical. Physical, a physical thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. You guys ever had any intentions to do that before Tyler hit you up? Uh, not we really. We talk like, about it, but I mean, we kind of just threw it up on Bandcamp and just said fuck yeah. it at first. I I knew we should put it on like Spotify and all that shit. So like eventually we got around to that. I would like to like, like when it's like more um when we're closer to like having all the songs like ready and everything i really want to like set it up so that it's presented more, yeah just let like, people more know. serious you know, like let, let people not come off as like know. some like kind of like not even that any of us are that old but just like not that we're like an old guy band or like some like weird like rock you know what i mean like people are just turned off by shit sometimes like at first glance so i want to like make sure that everyone like properly knows that like we're like all hardcore dudes that fucking respect um, all forms of hardcore and like could play a hardcore show and have people fucking go off, you know? And uh, yeah, we just want more eyes on it and everything. So, but we never really like, you like, it's not like when we had the songs together, it wasn't like we were going to send it somewhere and get yeah, it. Yeah, like get it we pressed. would talk, like, we just wanted people while, to hear it. But like, yeah, know? the main thing was just like playing shows. Like, we were just yeah. geared towards like finally being able, being, uh, being able to play these songs live, you know? And find like the whole singer thing, you know, put things back for a little bit. Like we we took like a whole breather after that. We had all these songs written, and it was cool when Duncan joined in because uh, he didn't even want to hear. We had like live recordings of Mikey singing that we still have, and it's just uh, it's cool because Duncan didn't even want to listen to those. I remember we were like, "Oh, do you want to hear like what Mikey's?" And he was like, "No, nah, I want to make these all like my own." So um, that was cool, you know. So it's like it really it it really wound up sounding like a different band, but we did play like two or three shows with Mikey. So like there are like a handful of people that saw, um, the you know, the of- other version of the band, and it was really called Field Day. The band was called Field Day um, after like the Dag Nasty record Field Day, um, sick record, like weird underrated record. Um, but that lineup of Dag Nasty wound up getting back together, and they they recently started touring um without brian baker which kind of sucks but it's it's two dudes from that lineup touring uh as field day so it was just and and they announced that they were going to be doing that like a week before we were going to put this out and it was already called field day like artwork was done and shit and we were like fuck like we can't fucking 
keep this and obviously we named it after that record so that wouldn't you know we're not gonna ask yeah we're not gonna like we're not gonna you know it was it was, it was cool too it was so. like oh it's cool those dudes want to do like they want to play those songs again like that's cool like we're just gonna have to there wasn't even a question of like oh should we do something about it it was just like all right like let's just change the name Word. and uh we just like we're going through all these names like in this text message and i didn't like like no one liked any of them and then someone said, Duncan did. Yeah, Duncan said Victory Garden. But I think Hugo told Duncan that. That dude, Hugo, told Duncan that. So, so like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's a whole, Victory Gardens are a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like an actual thing. Um, but I liked it because the letters G and V were kind of like Garden Variety, yeah. which is like an older Long Island band. Um, and they're awesome. And I, I don't know, maybe that's what stuck out to me. And, like, the whole concept is cool just sounds cool it's interesting so we just went with it you know yeah i think it has like a good ring pretty, sounds pretty interesting but I, I like that field day story it's pretty crazy they're supposed to play um la but obviously the pandemic hit yeah, uh, i think they started playing a couple of shows and they mm-hmm. put out like a seven inch uh like kind of recently of like new songs uh i didn't really dig it too much but other people probably do you know so yeah. it's still cool like those dudes are, are jamming like um just doing their thing it's like that dude doug carrying and uh peter courtner like they still sound great you know what i mean like it's it's fucking cool so you know just just rocking you know yeah no, dude, that's <laughs> awesome aren't we all, aren't we all that's brother all about. yeah i feel like the, there's a lot of talent under that roof yeah, yeah right now yeah it's, it's pretty cool i'll take one too actually um it's it's actually really cool uh no i'll just take uh corona um yeah it's cool i'm I'm actually gonna get one of those like those midi control things that you could plug into your laptop or whatever and you could just play your guitar into it just like for rough recordings Mm -hmm. just like uh like my brother has one upstairs that's where we did all the victory tracks yeah yeah interface thing um and that's what we did like when this whole quarantine started, like me and me and Christopher were like super like, yeah, let's just stay home and just, uh, cause we live like right. Like I was still living at my parents' house when this started, but it's literally like, there's a gate between both yards. So we're like connected to our parents' house basically where we grew up. So, um, I was comfortable coming here because it was, he was over our house every day. Anyway, we kind of all stayed in this like two house bubble. Yeah. For you know sure. what I mean? Um, so I was, I was comfortable going up to his apartment and we would just stay up super late and just bust out these songs. Like some of the riffs are kind of old and some of them we would just write and just be like, yeah, let's write a song to this tonight. And we would just sit there and like, we got together like 10, uh, that are like really cool. Um, but we're going to keep writing and then, and then, you know, maybe whittle it down and just pick the strongest ones and put out like a 10 or 11 song lp it's like we definitely have like enough material but we, we want to just keep there's no there's no real rush right now you know what i mean like yeah you know things are kind of put on hold um and i can i think that sense of urgency was like kind of lost too like we haven't really done anything we haven't touched those 10 songs in like months now so hey, <laughs> uh it's been like i don't know like in the beginning, we were like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And then the sense of urgency just kind of got lost. But they're still there, and, like, the song is still cool. We'll probably keep keep going and, and writing a couple more, and be cool, you oh, know? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like, cool. Yeah. It's a hell band. I love playing with that band. Can't wait know? to record it. Yeah. There, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
get everything in order hit up chris and dude he does awesome work i'm sure you know about it but yeah i it, i was telling them earlier like the, the, i'm on like this weird string of bands that have all worked with him like you know uh, like the, i think like the last like three or four episodes that i've done every band has worked with chris that's oh, crazy that's killer, yeah, man. there he is this is the other big killer oh yo <laughs> Yo, yeah, what up, dude? Guys, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Eddie? We gotta get Eddie. What up, dude? How's it going? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I miss backtrack. Hey, dude, that's awesome to hear. Thank you. Sometimes we do as well. <laughs> so, how's it going? Uh, which floor did you come from? Are you? Are you... I'm, I'm two. I'm, I'm two of four. Okay. I'm three, and Michael's four, and then there's there's, there's one oldest one. one that just moved to Brooklyn. That's why me and Michael live down here. He was living yeah. down here with his girlfriend. He's okay. a fucking man. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Do you have any news? Are are, are you working on anything new? Um, besides Victory Garden stuff, we, we have wrote, stuff written. We wrote, we wrote a few songs. Yeah. We got a, we got like yeah we got a few and then King Nine is we're we're talking about doing something soon we got to get Gian here because he lives over he lives in California but we're talking about getting him over here soon hopefully so we can uh maybe uh get a few songs demoed out because we're gonna try to start doing something soon oh, and other than that um I have like a few other projects I'm starting with people that not really even worth talking about yet but. Keep him busy as much as possible. It's kind of annoying with uh, everything going on. Sometimes I get a little discouraged, but then uh, after like two weeks of being discouraged, then I'm just uh, back in it again. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's cool that you guys are all staying busy because obviously yeah, we try. Yeah. the victory guard thing is cool because it's all three of us and it's easy for us to all get together. So yeah, I I think it's an awesome band, and I I can't wait to you know, you guys get a little more busy with it and hear new yeah, songs. Yeah, we would we would like to do as much as we uh as much as we could do. Uh, other members are pretty busy, a little older, a little have a little more responsibility, but uh are definitely still down to uh. We were supposed to play, to play that ill show in uh, Wilkesbury. Uh, Detroit yeah. The choice to make record release, like uh, that was cool. Like we were asked to play that because um, it was just like a cool hardcore show, and that's like that's what like we're most interested in doing. Uh, we want to like stay in that world, you know what I mean? So like it was cool that we were asked to uh, to uh, play that, and there was a lot of cool bands on it. Mind yeah. Force was gonna play, um, just a cool, just a really cool uh, show. Yeah, cool. but that was that wasn't even i think that was canceled for some other reason right no that was canceled because of was it, was it because yeah. Of COVID? yeah it must have been right in the beginning right yeah it was, it was pretty early on yeah yeah but we were bummed about that uh and victory garden was supposed to play that like friday that last friday right after the get up good show at amh the next day we were supposed to play that brewery show and, oh yeah yeah and, we were uh, supposed to play or that ocean there was Tide. a bunch of stuff that was just uh yeah we had a lot of shows coming up like victory had a decent amount of shows coming up um yeah rule them all had a lot of shit going on king like, nine was supposed to go to um to japan and that got canceled i started playing with a band called i'm the avalanche and we were supposed to go do a bunch of shows but that all got canceled so i mean everyone's in the same boat when it comes to all that yeah, <coughs> yeah it's pretty crazy like <laughs> I <don't>... <laughs> you're right <laughs> coughing a little oh, too much <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I feel like every band that I've talked to, everybody's uh, had uh, tour plans, shows, like everybody that I've talked to has been affected by this, which is like so crazy to think about. 
Yeah, fucking sucks. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because now it's to the point where everyone's like, it's like kind of. Normalized. Everyone just wants to go to a, a show, but it's definitely not the definitely not the right thing to do right now. You it's know? like weird it's, uh, and controversial. Man. Yeah, but it's also like you know that's also why would you want to see a punk rock show socially distanced? Like it, it yeah. would take every single positive aspect out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That there wouldn't be what it's supposed to be. Right. So it's like I'd rather wait fucking five years than go to a socially distanced fucking hardcore show. That's what I was saying earlier. You know? We were talking about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, it just wouldn't, it yeah, wouldn't be right. Mass wouldn't have, but just like, the closeness. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that's what this all, that's what this is. You know what I mean? Like that's what you, you cram into a room or, or whatever. You sing along to a band. Like, right. It's a very like, um, I don't know, like together thing. That's, yeah. what, that's what it's all about. So it's like, it's tough to like kind of take that away from it, you know? Yeah, no, if you took that away from it, then it's just not, it's not anything. It's not That's anything. what I was saying before. Like, go, just go drive around the block with your gear and yeah, in your that, Yeah, that, could, that, communi- <laughs> that communication aspect of it is yeah, gone. So you might as well do the same shit. You know? Yeah, I went to a drive-in show, and that was like probably like one of the weirdest things I've ever done. Oh, I, who played? Uh, Jack's Mannequin. Oh, I mean that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, it, it was interesting because like they like the, the way they had it set up is like, we like you know pull up in our car and we had our own parking space and then everybody uh, you know um, everybody who parked they had the left parking spot or the, the, the spot to the left of them uh, you know to themselves so that was the way that they kept us like you know socially distanced. But uh-huh. uh, but it was strange because they had us um you know order food and buy merch all through this app, but then it would get delivered to us. Um, that's so crazy yeah so, so th- that was weird but then um also they didn't have any um speakers like on the stage um for the people like uh you know or for the audience they had us tune in either to this oh, am station yeah. or we had to tune into the app and hear it through there and it was weird so because it wasn't even like loud like yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't even loud it, no, like yeah and yeah. we would hear the so, the delay in the audio because like we would hear the the, the snare drum is like the only thing we could hear live and it was just so weird because it was just off i was gonna ask if there was a delay because right off the bat when you said you got to tune in i'm like that sucks dude you, that's so you hear, you hear the stage volume and you're also hearing it out of your fucking radio like you might as well just fucking watch it on, on your computer at that point you know like like what's the point of going if you're not even gonna be able to like sit on top of your car and fucking at least hear it loud like a concert or a show yeah. not like a no like that's an actual drive-in movie thing when you tune into the fucking mm-hmm. station and watch fucking yeah. whatever movie yeah and the, the worst thing about it was there was a virtual queue for the restroom and i entered the virtual queue right when i got there and the line was so long that i never made it to the front of the line so i, I had to wait till i got home to use the restroom it, it was terrible Next time you got to bring your own toilet in your car. Yeah. Or a diaper. <laughs> yeah, something. Diapers. Diapers. Diaper. All, all the Smith brothers, we all wear diapers, diapers wherever we go. It, it makes everything a lot easier. You just wear a diaper. <laughs> yeah, it, it was wild. But but it was an, kind of an eye-opening experience because after I got home, I was like, I never want to go to a show like that to see like a hardcore band or um you know anything closely like related to that just because it, it was just it wasn't fulfilling because I, I was just basically just hanging out with the two friends that i went with and we just kind of sat around and we're just kind of bummed that the audio was kind of whack so it's just like yeah i'm just dying to get back to, to the real thing 
Dude, the audio that would have fucked. I would have turned around right. Yeah, around. dude. I, it was, as soon as the band started playing, I would have like, I'd rather wear this. a diaper. I'd rather just go. <laughs> to uh, that's why I started wearing diapers. It was, it was such a shitty fucking situation, right? Yeah. I mean, at least yeah, that is true. At least you can bring your own food and stuff, I guess. But well, you know what's crazy is that they they searched the car because they they they, they, they they didn't want you to bring anything. <laughs> yeah, worth it, bro. Yeah, it's, that's wait. Like, you're telling me I can bring. <laughs> wait a second. I, I don't gotta sneak stuff. In the, I don't gotta sneak candy in my purse mom anymore. To, I can just put it in my trunk. Our, <laughs> mom, our mom used to sneak so much shit into the room yeah, dude. for us. And one time on Father's oh, Day, like this dude opened her bag and like shoulders <laughs> gets thrown all out, and like she started like flipping out, <laughs> and our dad was like, "Fuck this!" Like he was like, "You really care about this?" Like this kid was just being a fucking dick, yeah, and then we just left and went to a different theater. Yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, sorry. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I. <laughs> oh yeah, Jack Manning. Yeah, I, I just never want. I, I, I just don't want to go to something like that again because it, it was like you know fun for the first time. But it's like I, I'm just waiting to shows actually come back and I could go to the real thing. Word up. Yeah, and no, I bet you freaking Mr. Mannequin got a lot of flack for fucking having that show yeah, anyway, dude. Probably, yeah. He probably got. I, I read this thing that Smash Mouth and traps. Yes, yeah, Mr. Mannequin, sir. <laughs> No, I think Smash Mouth and Trap like played his shows. I was yo, they it. said some fucked up shit though. What do you mean? Like, Smith, Smash Mouth said some fucked up yeah, shit. No, Smash Mouth, Mr. Mouth, <laughs> Mr. Mouth. That's what I read. I, I don't know. What's that guy's name? Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Who sings for fucking Smash Mouth? I, <laughs> I don't think for, there's uh, a Smash person. Mouth. What's that guy's name? We are off the rails so hard. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry, Jamie. Oh no, it's, it's totally fine. This is fun. This, this no, is but awesome. I was I was reading that they had a show and it was like attended. It was like some like uh, I, I, it was some like state like in the Midwest or something. And like they said like fuck masks or some shit like uh, that. Oh, did they? That's what I. Oh, I, no, I, 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 I think no one was. I could be. I could be wrong. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But <laughs> don't quote me. I could be way off. <laughs> fuck masks. <laughs> fuck masks. <laughs> oh my god. Hey now. <laughs> Up. Can you believe these guys? Uh, but yeah. I just think that's crazy, and I—I I mean, there was everyone knows about there was that show on Long Island. I don't know if you guys. We were talking about that, about that earlier. I yeah. mean, it's just don't like talk about it. we already talked about. It. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to. I, I think it's dumb for, that everyone blew it up because maybe now that venue's in danger of getting shut down. But uh, it still is. That's a stupid thing to do right now. You know, it's not a smart move. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it's definitely not worth it right now because we're still. Um, well, I'm not sure how things are on Long Island when, when it comes to COVID, but out here, in California, things are still pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather them risk a show at Shakers though than have a fucking weird drive-in show. Like, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't seem. I don't know. Like, at least they fucking tried. Like the venue, like I said earlier, tried to go through all the right channels and do it the right way. Like, so. Yeah, we'll see. The, I think they'll be fine as long as they can get money in the door. Yeah, two of the um, venues out here that normally do shows, uh, well, I'm sure you guys are familiar, uh, Chain Reaction. Do you guys know the Chain Reaction? Of course. Yeah, the, they started, um, they, they teamed up with like a local brewery. So they started like uh, selling like their own branded beer and like mm, they okay. like sell like actual like uh, Chain Reaction merch now because I think that's like one way they're trying to bring in revenue for, for that venue. Yeah. And then, so fun dude, it's actually fun. Yeah, dude, we played some could, cool shows there. Backtrack, we played there uh, a bunch of times. 
one time you like had awesome. food poisoning. Yeah, one time right I, was, <laughs> I was like borderline shitting my pants while I was playing. <laughs> like wearing a sweater, I was like freezing. It was like oh, all no. fucked up. <laughs> Dude, shakers, I always got sick. Shakers could try and do some shit like that, but they're they're in the corner of a strip mall, so it's like they don't have yeah. too much. It's else. also like they yeah. have nothing else to do. Like, there's no one in there unless there's a show, you know. So yeah, they're, they're like kind of. There's lots of places that are banking on that, and they put on mean? great shows too. Like yeah, they always have the Backtrack Tenure was there. It, it was, was just a good awesome. spot for shows. Yeah, it's cool. Open cool. late, like it was it's like, one of those spots that people will talk shit about, but if it ever disappeared, then everyone would fucking miss it forever. Yeah, it's exactly so, what Michael really? said. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like that's like the worst thing is like was that that kind of situation is like like people won't really appreciate it like when it's around and value yeah. what it really yeah. is, but like as soon as it's gone, people are gonna you know cry about it, post about it, and how much they miss it. Yeah. Yo, if any anyone listening to this podcast right now, if you want to donate, you can donate. Just search Shakers Pub on GoFundMe, and you can find it. Donate, donate some money because yeah. they need it. Are right they now. in trouble right now? They're in trouble. Yeah. they're like twenty thousand in the hole. Ugh. At least. Yeah, that's that's a little rough. Chris, go drink there one night. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, honestly, you're fucking right. Dude, fucking put it all on Doyle's car, <laughs> and, then call, and then call him a scumbag. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That'd be a great bit, and make them a lot of money. Yeah, probably, probably more cool. money than a show. <laughs> So, I mean, they could have half, like, I don't know what they're doing over by you, but here you, you can go in establishments now. It's just half capacity. So if, like, <laughs> if someone's capacity was 60, you can have 30 people and, like, 30 customers inside. Mm-hmm. So I, lots of bars so. and restaurants are open right now. Like, I, I bartend at a spot, and it's like, I bartend, and it's, there's half capacity in there all the time. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a weird spot. Yeah. Here, the, 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 the new wave is... Uh, like patio dining so uh-huh. so in like uh like orange county la like it's like they literally just like kind of like blocked off like parts of like actual streets and just set up dining that way or bars like there's literally like a bar right down from where i live and they just set up like this outdoor tent and they just set up uh you know yeah. tables over here so. too. It'd be like a diner with a fucking a party tent outside with fucking tables under it yep. but i mean like you have to, you know what I mean? They have mm-hmm. to fucking generate income somehow. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's, it's something strange times to, to see these, like, cause like the, the um, company that I first saw do it was a uh, Denny's. They, they started uh, like every Denny's that I drive by, there's like giant tents outside and oh, yeah. people just sitting even, outside. That crazy. Even like a place like Denny's is like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like we need to fucking do. What about in and out? Can you go inside? Uh, it's only um, in and out. It's only like, to go so you can you can go inside but you have to take it to go oh so no no seating yeah oh, love it. Me too, yeah. man. that'd be awesome let's go no we have all american it's better oh, all right all american's pretty good dude I, i've never heard of all american i'm, I'm curious the single it's long yeah it's just like long a standalone spot. like long island burger place it's like it's been there forever it's just like uh you know it's like you a know, long island uh, staple you know kevin james on uh king of queens yes you know he made a new show and then, like, it sucked. The, the new show sucked. But in, 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 <laughs> wow. in the first episode, he really get called out. Yo, yeah, he's, yo, he's, Long Island boy. He's, he's, he's from Massapequa, which is like right by us. I think Massapequa. Um, but like, that's Jerry's, in, Jerry's the first, in the first in the first uh, episode of his new show, uh, he gets all American and it's sick. It's like <laughs> it's cool that he included that shit. Okay, that's awesome. But the show sucks. <laughs> the show sucks, but the burger was awesome. 
Burger is awesome. The show is garbage. Yeah, I love King of Queens though so much. King of Queens is awesome. It's so good. All right. Well, next time I'm on Long Island, I I definitely want to try that out. Hit us up, bro. We'll, yes. We'll hang here. Okay. That's good, man. At this point, I feel like I've known you for years. For sure. Yeah. We've done two podcasts together. I've known you for years. All right, I, I I definitely appreciate that, but yeah, for sure. Next time I'm on, well, last time I was on Long Island, all I did was I went to a Dunkin' Donuts, and then I went to the like Amityville Horror House, and then I left. That sounds awful, dude. <laughs> horror House? <laughs> Wait, the Amityville Horror House? No, Horror House. Sorry, excuse me. Please. No, no, we we know. I'm just talking about. It. Okay. No, no that's that's house. that's right by one of our. That's by AMH. One the Revolution. Of the, one of the two venues that we got around here. Yeah, you got to get Albert's. Pizza and Copeg, oh and God, you gotta yeah. get. Uh, oh, you, that's we gotta we gotta give you the tour, man. That's Taco Bell on Delaware Avenue. Taco Bell. You gotta go to Island Grill. Island Grill. Island Grill. Block away from my house. Hell really? Like, God, yeah. Dude, I I was See, that's why. That's why I'd be wearing a diaper. That's, <laughs> that's why I'd have a diaper on. But you needs to wear a diaper. Oh my God. Anyway. Shout out Alberts, Island Grill, yeah. Tangs. <laughs> Tangs, dude. That's so awesome. I, right. I, I'm, right, I'm always Tang. curious about uh, food spots because obviously uh, I'm like obsessed with like watching like random people on YouTube, like anything that has to do with food. So hearing you guys talk about these spots that I've never heard about, I'm like, just like super I curious. I love, I love going to like someone's like local spot where it's like that's where everyone goes for a certain thing. You know what I mean? That's a cool part when you get to travel. You get to go and try a bunch of different food and all that shit. I love that. So, yeah. I miss yeah. that. Now we now we gotta wait. All right, contains. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, once once uh, once things are like cool again, you should come through. We'll hang out, dude. I I would love to because I I feel like the last time I went to New York, well, the only time that I've ever gone to New York, I felt like I was cheated, and I feel like I, I kind of had a better time. Oh, dude, the way you described it, yeah, absolutely dude. cheated. There's so much shit to do. I'm sure you know about Montauk. We talked about this on on the Jab podcast. We there was we. There's so much shit to do around here, man. So, you'll do it eventually. Then yeah. it depends on when you would come to. Like, when's the best time? Summer, yeah. summer, summer, so, like spring, Absolute, summer. Absolutely, spring, summer. Yeah. Okay. But winter, if you did come in the winter, there's a chance you could go sledding, and that shit's fun too. Yeah. City, <laughs> city's kind of cool in the winter. The city honest. is ill in the winter. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I love like before Christmas. Yeah, it's just fucking yeah. awesome. Hop around the subways. There's so much cool shit to do in the city. Obviously, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool how close we are to the city and to the, like the like the cool beaches that are like right. Such a cool spot where we live. Yeah, I, I feel like the the city was like a little too much for me, and I feel like I had like the best time when I was on Long Island because it just felt like you know, just, like, like way more peaceful. Like yeah, like we're close enough to the city where if you ever want to yeah. go and hang out, it's right there. Mm-hmm. I love sitting in my backyard, nice and quiet at night. You know. <laughs> Whoa, <Yeah. laughs> Danny! Oh. Ah. Channeling, 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 channeling. <laughs> wow, Danny! Right. Well, uh, it's nice that you have a backyard. <laughs> we can have a whole other podcast about that. Best <laughs> uh, so has to be in the backyard. It's called the Danny's backyard. backyard. <laughs> yeah. Backyard Danny. Backyard Danny. That's better. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I need you. <laughs> Uh, holy oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> damn. Sometimes right. I just like to sit back in my backyard, <laughs> my rocking chair. 
Damn, this episode really fucking blew up. Bro. Oh my god, yeah. bro. This is awesome. Like I said earlier, this is more than I could have ever, I'm sorry. ever asked for. It's fine, my no, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. This is fucking, <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> comedy gold, bro. It's gold, bro. It's gold. Gold, Harry, gold. So uh, you guys all live together, minus Chris. What's like a typical day like for you guys right now? My mind is Chris. He lives like. What the heck right is your problem? No, I'm no, right no, here. No. <laughs> no, see, Jamie, when you say when you say I'm Chris, right here. What the hell is your problem? It doesn't register when you say Chris because they all call me Reedy. Oh, I do. Okay. We don't even call him Chris. That's I what call him Topher. Yeah. Call him my family call calls me Topher. Topher. Or, Chris- or Christopher. My friends Wait, call so me. Wait, ask the question. Just ask the question again. Okay. I'm trying not oh. to laugh. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah. Go. That's a fake background. Right? <laughs> yes, oh, okay. You're not fooling me. Um, <laughs> hold on. Can I show you my real background? Because, yeah, I'm literally just in my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, four, let's see. Uh, hold on. That's a, he's, he's in space. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, no, 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 no. Go back. Go back. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. I'm back. Back in the office. Back in the office. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Okay. You need to finish your ceiling, but this is, this is good. It looks like Chipotle up there. Yeah, it looks like you're in Chipotle. I'm, I'm doing, really the, doing the podcast live. Chipotle. <laughs> no, the ceiling. The ceiling. I can see that. It's yeah. Yo, guys, normal day right. for you. In the house. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Back on track. I was just uh, I was no. busy all day. I just got home and then Michael called me and then uh we usually fucking hang out. <laughs> 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 fucking I don't know, we we party a little bit. <laughs> we, uh, no, we like, a lot pause, of our friends are in and out. Depends on what, what when you're talking about. I mean, yeah, because a lot of our like, friends are in and out. The, the past couple <laughs> the past Crap. couple months have obviously been Different. all fucking insane, so We've literally all just been fucking hanging out. Yeah, we've been pretty quarantined. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, that's we've just been hanging out. But a lot of our friends are usually hanging. Parents, our friends. Yeah. On the fucking beach. Yeah, a lot of beach. A lot of beach this summer. Holy shit, more than ever. Yeah. I feel like it's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. But, um, I mean, normal day. I mean, what are you talking about? Like (laughs) writing and shit, too? I yep. mean, I know. I wake, I wake up and fucking always play guitar. I mean, at some point, try to do something. If I'm not feeling like it. All of us are pretty much jamming throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, someone will come. Like, it's cool because now we're so close. So now it could be like, you could be like, write a cool part and like run downstairs and be like, yo, this is fucking pretty ill, right? And a lot of times it's like, no, that sucks. <laughs> but go sometimes everyone, go back upstairs and try again. No, but we have a garage that uh, we've been talking about. Like, me and my dad want to go in there and, like, fucking set it up, like, nice enough to, like, put the drums in there and everything and, you know, just jump in. That there would be cool. Them. Yeah, which would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be really cool. We have to soundproof it. Just both. churn out jams. Churn out jams. Churn, 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 churn. <laughs> you guys would just be, a, like, a factory and just hit makers. That's right. Yes. I like that. Except yeah, most of the songs stink. <laughs> the Globe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, one. The Globe. We've been listening to a lot of funk this summer for some reason. Okay. Big Audio Dynamite? The Big Audio Dynamite? The meters? Yeah, um, I've, been listen- I've been just putting on a lot of oh, funky town radio. Yeah, 
Pretty cool, dude. No, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I, I actually <laughs> still watch this. Of, we're riding a lot of bikes this summer, too. A lot of bike riding. Oh, my God. Oh, Yo, okay. is that a you? Yeah, dude, a lot of people ride bikes by you, right? Yeah, I, I actually um, live right by this river trail that's like really popular. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I ride my bike uh, a lot. I try, I try to ride a little bit every day. Yeah, that like that like grew up. Over here. Everyone's like riding, yeah. buying bikes and riding bikes now. Like mm-hmm. that's like everybody that like goes like all our friends that normally are, are just going to shows are just doing bike shit now. That's like all it is. Yeah, I, I saw um, Matt always post about his bike. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's like all 100% of our <laughs> friends Roger? are just living that. Uh, uh, no, Spataro. Spataro. Are just fucking, yeah, Spataro's a big bike boy. Cool. Big bike boy. Everybody, big bike boy. He's a BBB, a big bike boy. <laughs> Triple B, bike boys. Okay. I'm I'm curious about uh, the the beach. What what are the beach vibes like out there? Because the beach near me, it's like full of like uh, Trump supporters. That's where they do all like. Where, I don't know if you saw on the news or like that famous uh, rally in Huntington Beach. So it's really? it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy down there. Um, still, so it's still just crowded with Trump supporters now. Always, yeah, yeah. That I for, yeah, that stinks. That's not our beaches. There's probably it's probably half. Trump supporters all okay. the time at the beach, but like no one's like no one's Trump yeah no one's uh no one's no one wants to let anyone know yeah <laughs> it seems like a safety in numbers type of group yeah that that is our our beach by the beach it's kind of the beach is so big that everyone's pretty spread out and uh, you kind of mm. just set up your mm. your little uh, your little area for the day and then you know. just vibe all day I don't it's know pretty about, cool I don't know about spread out I've been to the beach a few times yeah, but it's like here. normal like straight yeah. up. like they they do I usually don't cones. go too late. They like separate the cars with cones in the parking lot, like every other spot, basically, and it's still just dumb packed at the beach. So it's like, all right, I mean, whatever. You can whatever. also just move the cones. Well, we have. Yeah, Mark does it. Yeah, we just, just move a cone and fucking park right by the path. Let's call a Mark out right now. I mean, I know that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, arrest Mark. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like if anything, the beach might be like the. Really I mean, hey, I could be totally wrong, but it seems like the beach is the best place to go. Like it's the most spread out you can be. Yeah, you, you can easily socially distance at the beach. You guys don't have to be super close. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I don't. Know. I feel. Ah, like, I don't, don't quote me. I feel like I, I would feel weird about getting in the water though, being around so many There's strangers. There's a lot of sharks this year on Long Island. That's like a real thing. A lot of shark sightings on Long Island this year. People are getting freaked out. But I figure if I get bit by a shark and then I survive. It'll be awesome. You'd be a legend. <laughs> That'd be a fun story. If I got bit by a shark and I survived, that would be dope. Not at the time, but afterwards. <laughs> survival. Yeah. It would be, as long as you live. Yeah, shark survival would be cool. <laughs> yeah. That, we like to boogie board a lot. Yeah, lots of boogie boarding going on. <laughs> boogie boarding. I, I feel like I, well, when I think about the beach, I, I just want to like grill food. Oh, yeah, cool. hell yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Very cool. What kind of sharks are out there? I'm so curious now because now I'm just thinking about sharks. I, I hate sharks. I'm not sure. Are, is that a problem by you? Uh, it's not like a problem, but there <laughs> are like great white sharks like um out here. Just like, <laughs> Hold on. like a slang Sorry, thing. I was I was fucking with him. <laughs> Go on. Um. Someone said that there was like. Hold on, I gotta see. I think there was like baby sharks the other day. No, but there, someone said that there was um. Like a great white shark close, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, the water's been so fucking warm. Yeah, it's been super warm. It's so, so. crazy. Yeah. It feels great, but like, I mean. The water's always so cold out here. 
<laughs> yeah, a lot of Mako. That that was it. Makos. That would suck. Hammerheads. Um, <laughs> little little whimpers. Yeah, just, um, oh just powerless. Just like oh god, it's gotta be. You ever get any? Friends no, just getting been... jerked. <laughs> yeah, you ever, Jamie, you got any friends that have been attacked so by sharks? Crazy. So <laughs> no, never. I, I don't know anybody that's been attacked by a shark. Oh, Thank man. God. Yeah, neither, neither do I. Thank God. Yeah, they're really. I've never seen a shark at the beach. I don't think. I, I like. Sometimes they like come around. Like I hear it on the news, but I was like mm-hmm. literally seeing the shark at the beach so yeah i i don't i feel like i don't go out far enough to to deal with it yeah we were throwing jellyfish at each other when I on the beach. ron was just throwing jellyfish <laughs> <laughs> ron's the ultimate beach boy I <laughs> yeah he is huh? that's crazy I've, I've, i don't think i've ever touched a jellyfish yeah, they're fucking gross. They're gross, dude. That's good. You're not <laughs> missing much. They, uh, they're all fucked up and dead by the time we get them. Yeah, so exactly. They don't sting you. They're just chilling, dead, gross. Oh. I feel like that's worse. You're throwing a dead jellyfish at somebody. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. It smells like shit. But like, don't worry. They're, they're super dead and gross. Yeah, so. They smell like shit. Yeah, they, yeah, they smell you, really they, gross. Foul. Not even fishy, just like... It's like dead poopies. <laughs> Bad poopies? As opposed just to like two poopies. onions rubbing them together. Underwater, mix your poopies. <laughs> Boy, what a great pod! Okay, now I'm just curious. Are, are these things just like floating in the water, or are they walking up on shore? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, literally. they no, they float up on the literally. shore too. They look they like little, on the surface. They look like little no, sometimes, uh, CDs. Sometimes you literally <laughs> dive in, no, and you could feel them like yeah. run run through your fingers and yeah. like there, when there's like a lot, like they're like in there. It's fucked up. That's yeah. That's wild. I feel like we, I only deal with like seaweed and like random crabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the water is the water a lot colder by you too. Yeah, it's always cold. I feel like that's why like I barely go in the water when I hit the beach because it's just too cold. Yeah. Every time I've gotten the water, over there, I mean, I still go in, but I'm like, it's freaking cold, man. Yeah. Not fair. No. <laughs> I feel like I, I prefer it like a, a little more warm, like where you guys are at. Dude, it's been yeah. so warm this year. The yeah, water's next been time you go sick. in, next time you come here, next I'll time, run you a ne- bath. Next time you go in by you, just fucking pee everywhere it's around you. Swim around. <laughs> it's perfect temperature. Yeah, dude, perfect heater. That's why I'm scared of swimming in California because when you pee, it's so warm. Your friends definitely know when you pee. <laughs> around here. You can pee your friends on. Yeah, <laughs> that is the best part. You're, you're insane. You can even shit too. <laughs> you can shit if if That's it's solid. Crazy. You shit the water. Last no, week. that was Ron. Oh, shit. That's right. Right under the bus. I really didn't even. I was just making a joke. I didn't even know Ron. You were there. I wasn't there. You were definitely there. I think I was there. I don't think I was there, dude. When was the last time we went to Z? That was last year, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Andrew Caspery got so many. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, dude. Andrew Caspery got so many. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Fuck you guys. Oh, man. What a great episode. So, Jack's mannequin, what were you saying? Yeah, don't don't do it. Just wait, wait till shows are uh, you know gonna come back at a real capacity. Yeah. No mass, come uh, back. No It'll social distancing. Cool. Just pure mosh. Yes, I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be great. Energy's gonna be great. One thing is for sure, the energy's the gonna energy, be energy. Everyone, it's super. gonna be brand new again. You know, it's yeah. gonna be fucking great. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be sick. Be <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Where do you think the first show will happen back on Long Island? Will it be at Shakers? I don't know. Shakers. It already did, my friend. We're waiting for the second one. All right, the second one. 
Yeah, Take- if Shakers doesn't close down, then probably Shakers because AMH, the other spot is a little bit more official. Okay. So they might be waiting a little bit. And more. they're definitely way more in tune with what's going on. Yeah. They've so all been around. They also have a lot more support. Yeah. Like, Shakers doesn't have shit for support. So they, they Yeah, they, you got to understand, like, Shakers is like, let's say someone, like, from, like, the tri state is like, oh, there's a show on Long Island and they drive to it. Um, you know, like they're picturing AMH, like it's not that much farther than the city. It's an extra like 20 minutes, but to get out to Shakers, it's like out East on Long Island. So even for like, it's not far, it's not far for me to drive to. It's only like 20 minutes for me, but it's an extra, like your map, like your map, (laughs) your map is going to tell you like, it's going to be an extra hour. So like, it's just, it's out there and also out there, like Chris said before, it's in a strip mall. So it's kind of, um, it's like literally in the corner of a strip mall. It's like a pub. It's just like, looks like a fucking bar. You know, it's not like some like standalone venue or some shit. It's not a big deal. It's just a normal bar. So they don't have like, and it's not like driven. It's not like run by like a punk dude or like some hardcore kid. It's just like a lady, you know, who who owns a bar, but she's down and she like understands like literally every aspect that goes into it, like that would create like a perfect hardcore venue. Like you could like it really. She's fucking dope to work with when it comes down to it, but he's right. Like, they don't have the same support. Like, it's almost like that. Like, they're, like, a joke over here because, like, a lot of, like, the harder bands would play there in, like, the early 2000s, um, even, like, later 2000s, and, like, everyone would just beat the fuck out of each other in there. It was called Finn's Pub. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And, like, it's sick. Like, that, it, but it just had, like, a funny, like, like, like uh, reputation to it. It's so, still, it still kind of is that place where we can it, have crazier. No, no, that's what I was just saying. Yeah. Like, not that the owner was involved in Finn's pub because she wasn't, but like, she has like a perfect perspective on it. Like, she's yeah. not down with fighting, but like, she understands like you know people moshing and people moshing hard and diving off the stage and shit and like. Right. So she understands like what goes down. So like, you don't have to worry about that at all. Yeah. And it's also, like I said before, like, if you were on tour in a band and you played some of the venues that are around, not knocking anything, like, anything is cool, but if you were on tour and you were driving around and then came across a, a, a spot like Shakers, you would be like, yo, this place is sick. Yeah, especially, definitely. Especially yeah. if you just, not even like the party, but you could just be a straight edge dude hanging out there and it's just fun because great, yeah. you don't have to there's no security guards it's like, like shows we could have super late like, and that's cool all too. all the locals like, like and people that know shakers like you don't have to worry about security because you know all the, like the real deal heads that are there will fucking be genuine dudes there and like yeah. you know like yeah. handle whatever yeah. like and not like you know break up fights and all that shit like you can find all that shit if you watch all videos like you see people fucking handling that shit no one really mm-hmm. fights there Gets handled like very quickly and it's just fucking. Yeah, it's pretty much self run by and everyone. The, and yeah. the cops, no, the cop, like, like knock on wood, but the cops don't even ever fucking come there because no, I've only seen them like twice. It's ever. not, it's not like a, a worry because it really like nothing ever like real crazy ever ever fucking yeah. goes down. It's just, I mean, like, we usually don't have any fucking knocks yeah. coming to shows. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's cool. It always like, only takes one fucking no, little yeah. asshole. But, oh, yeah. but like I said, if you were on tour and you pulled up the shakers, <laughs> I mean like. I guess if you were a person that worried about like numbers, like how many people were at the show, if you're just a fucking random touring band 
and like you're expecting some crazy numbers. I mean, even that though, some weekdays they're like, we'll have a random show there, be fucking hundred plus. Awesome, yeah. And it's like, yo, like it's sick. So, mm-hmm. but people don't take it that seriously because again, like it has that reputation. So people like, are taking it for granted. Yeah, hard, and right? people take it for granted. Like they think it's well, not like, not anymore. Like it's a joke. It's like, yo, right like, now they are. maybe some of the younger kids don't understand. Like that shit could just be stripped away, and then. uh you're not gonna yeah, something stupid you know. like that can make something disappear for good. Where it's like, was that really worth it, my friend? Yeah. Yeah. And then now, it's gonna get bought. It's gonna get bought and turned into like some fucking like, like either just jack shit. Because honestly, that that whole shopping mall is shot right now. The one next to it is really, really like they just like redid it. All this like like Whole Foods kind of shit like over there. So mm. I could see someone buying this next one up and then like. Something like that happening, so I hope like everyone <coughs> takes that shit so, like, like seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, I don't think a lot of the kids it. that were sharing the videos and shit of the show happening there. I don't think, dude, they were probably just psyched. They're younger. They're probably just psyched yeah. to be like, um, you know, being shared like with all that. I don't like know all the names, but I know a bunch of people did a bunch of write ups about it and shit. But, yeah, and like they were probably just oh, like, dude, you know, they probably look, but um. I think now they realize like, oh fuck. I hope, I mm-hmm. hope I do because again, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of these motherfuckers. Nah, they all think it's funny. Yeah, no, they probably. I mean, they, unfortunately, but like, they should all be donating. Like, everybody should be donating. Everybody that gives a shit about that place should be donating. Nothing else matters besides that right now. Yeah. Like, I don't think they were. They're gonna get in trouble. I think the biggest thing they gotta worry about is nobody wanting to book there right now and them just fucking failing out of it and having to sell. And also, yeah, so, I mean, that's really yeah. the biggest issue. I don't think they're going to get in trouble for anything. I think they're more fucked with money. So everyone's got to donate if they yeah. care about that place. Yeah. yeah. I'll try to attach the GoFundMe link in the show notes so people who check it out can, uh, if they feel like it, can go and uh, try to support and donate money to Shakers. That would be sick. Thank you. Definitely try and do that. I'll send it to you. Hell yeah. Well, I feel like this has been a, pr- a pretty crazy episode. Uh, you know, we, we started off with uh, two, and then we ended up with four. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is- I was trying to get Tone, who plays bass and then man, down here, but but I don't let him out of his room. Past six. <laughs> He's chained up right now. <laughs> it's not his time to come out. Uh, he was working all night tonight. This is your open birthday. Shout out to Steph. Uh, hey, happy birthday, Steph. But, um, you're cool. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, but, uh, but shout out yeah. to all, all you guys. Thank you guys for being down, just sitting here and talking to me. This has been, uh, you know, pretty fun, pretty crazy. Uh, shout out, uh, Pain of Truth. Shout out, Victory Garden, Jab. For everything you guys are working on. Right on, dude. Thank you, thanks, man. Brother. Yeah, Stay but I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do my best. But before I sign off, is there anything you guys want to shout out or plug? Uh, Shell Shock Audio. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Shell Shock Audio, Audio, New York, uh, on Instagram. Um, And um, all of our bands, obviously. Pain of Truth, all those bands. Um, I don't know. What else, guys? Definitely hit that Shakers link. Literally, anyone listening, if you're too lazy to, to, well, I don't know. Just look at, if Jamie posts a link, click that shit and donate. Do it. Donate whatever you can. Anything helps. That'd be sick. That's that's all that matters right now. Very true. So, all right. Well, Tizzy, thank you guys again. This has been awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Dreamer K podcast. Always on top. <laughs>